talked about Hawaii. You've only or you've you've only met us once. Since yeah, we haven't talked about yeah. a lot about Hawaii yeah. yet. It was a great trip. We got a little beautiful wedding. Congratulations to Jacob and Gary on their wedded bliss. Yeah, now I'm a married man. Good. Um, I have a ring on my finger. Feels weird. Yeah, takes a little bit to get used to that. Yeah, no, it was beautiful. It worked out great. We did. Yeah, the weather was like perfect. Stunning. It was great. Yeah, it, it was um, three weeks total for us. Yeah, you guys uh, were we yeah. were there for nine, ten days. Yeah, we did. Uh, we did two weeks in the honeymoon. So yeah, that was that was wonderful. Went to Pretty Big cool. Island and then Oahu. So that was good. Yeah. Um, also, Oakley's chewing on a bone. Yeah, so. you might hear some crackling in yeah, the background. There might, be, there, might <laughs> there might be a bone back there. Um, Which he got promoted to assistant now. He did. You'll hear in our credits. We just re-recorded our credits. Yeah. Um, <laughs> your uh, your pop filter's up there, the girl. <laughs> why is that? Too, why did I do? Has it always if, been like that? <laughs> if Tina had rough peas, that was her pop. pop her pop filter pop. was out. Um, so what, what are we talking about today? We're talking about Polynesian cultural That's center, right. since it's fresh on our brain, since we kind of similar, we're going to do this kind of similar attraction review. Kind yeah, of thing. yeah. Yeah. I mean, the definition of the Polynesian cultural center is a tourist attraction. Oh, so perfect. it technically is an attraction. This is, this is an attraction and, review. Yes. Though. Attraction <laughs> review slash experience review. Um, if you don't know where Polynesian Culture Center is, I'll give you some context. It's in uh, an island called Oahu. Oahu is one of the furthest uh, west, not the furthest, but one of the furthest. Mm. Um, it's definitely the most developed island because Honolulu uh, sits on it. Right. Pearl Harbor is there. Yep. Yeah. Uh, very famous island. And this is actually on the north side. Uh, right. North, very northeast, very I guess. Yeah, yeah. Tip top of the island. Um, so if you ever get a chance and you're in Hawaii, <laughs> yeah, go check it out. Yeah. Um, it is owned by the Mormon church. Yeah. The church of Jesus Christ. And you, did not, Saints. you did not I know this. I did not know this. I did not know this either until I got there. And then I was like, why? Cause Carrie and I, the day before we drove around like the whole North shore and right. we saw BYU Hawaii was there. Right. And I was like, oh, cool. So Brigham Young. Yeah, 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 and that's a Mormon uh, college. Oh, right? I didn't know that either. So all, all of <laughs> yeah, all of the students at BYU work at Polynesian Culture right, Center. Right, right. Which I do remember, like some yeah. of the tour guides when we like did the little boat thing. They were talking about that, and you know, I still didn't do the connection at that point. I was like, oh, that's cool. They got a university. I wonder if they like partner with us. <laughs> and no, they they like literally own it. So like they own BYU. They own you know the Polynesian Cultural Center too. Which is like the first, I guess, I don't know. I, I just never th- think of like a church or like a <laughs> owning right. like a attraction. Yeah, like a tourist attraction. <laughs> yeah. It, I mean, well, we had I mean, festivals back in the day, like at my, in Cincinnati, we'd have like a yearly festival for the church to like raise money or whatever. Sure. But this is like another level. Well, I mean, all the other ones that I know that are like owned by churches are like the Museum of the Bible. <laughs> You know, like it's kind of that kind of stuff, yeah, not Noah's literally Ark. the Polynesian Cultural Center. Yeah. Um, so this is this is literally like uh, a very uh, in-depth look at all of the different cultures within Polynesia. Polynesia right? in general, yeah. Like uh, as a whole, all Polynesian islands. 
Um, I, I don't know that it's like all Polynesian islands and cultures, yeah, but I like mean, ba- the big mind main you, ones. Mind you, I, I went for a half a day. I don't know shit about the Polynesian culture. <laughs> I'm right. going to butcher all of this. So apologies right. in advance. Yeah. But it is, it's like Hawaii or Hawaii is how they pronounce mm-hmm. it. Uh, Tahiti. Tonga. Tonga. Let um, me hold on. I took pictures of the signs. Here. Oh, you did. Nice. Yeah. Tonga, Hawaii, Fiji. Yep. Um, I don't know how to say this one. Aratora. Oh, yeah. That's New Zealand, isn't it? I think so. Yeah. And then Samoa. Samoa. Those are the big ones that yeah. are represented. And I think yeah. there's some other smaller. Yeah. I think there. within each one is like different islands. Right. Or something. And they talk about, yeah, and they talk you know, about that. Yeah. Like, like Maori culture is in right. this section. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, overall, um, Tina went a week before I did. Yeah. Um, and then I did a different ticket level. Um, you did because you, you went and saw the evening show and everything. Right? Yeah. So to give you some more context, it doesn't open till like noon to yeah, start it's off. Yeah, it opens late. It's like noon to... 12.45, I think it is. Noon to like seven a, or yeah, eight. Something. It's like, it's very limited hours. Um, but I did the ticketed uh, show and the luau. Right. And um, we just did the general islands ticket where it's yeah. just the day pass into the which, islands area. Which unfortunately, um, I was really looking forward to the 3D theater because I know that won the Thea Award and that was not open, which kind of sucked. Oh, so, I did not know that either. Yeah. It was right when you enter to the left, there was the, the whole 3D theater experience. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. It was like a trip through Hawaii that you do. Yeah. It's really oh. cool. But I didn't get to see it because of COVID. It's closed. <laughs> COVID, everybody. Um, so, I mean, Overall, do you want to let's? How do you want to approach? Do you want to just go through the park and we'll talk about it? Yeah, let's just start about like arrival. Yeah, so um, arriving to is it's obviously like a very narrow two lane road. (laughs) Right, I mean it's very quaint. (laughs) I I think one of my favorite things about you know Hawaii in general and especially low key, it's so low key and. When you start getting away from like the bigger towns, even on Oahu, which is, you know, like you said, the most populated mm-hmm. island, yeah. even still, when you go up to the North Shore in that area and you go anywhere like north of um, Honolulu, it's sparse Low up there. Key yeah. Limit. And I so, love that about yeah. that. So it it is funny because it does feel when you do arrive it does feel very like a lot more developed than oh, everything 100%. else around it. Hundred percent. Um, which is kind of nice. Is like okay, I've arrived at a tourist attraction. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It it was a it was a departure from the whole hour long drive up the coast. Right. right? The, the coast which was I just might houses say on might the beach. Be like, not as representative of the Hawaiian culture. No, clearly as not. <laughs> you would maybe want I mean, it to the more the Mormon Church bought this land in like the fifties or something. Yeah, they apparently this um, the Polynesian Cultural Center opened on 60, October twelfth, nineteen sixty three. So it's been around a while. Yeah, totally. So, um, so they've owned it for a long time, and it's developed over time to become more of a central uh, tourist attraction, which definitely takes it out of the element of the North shore. Right. Yeah. It has like some statues that kind of greet you in large buildings. It's all like flags. Pa- there's pavement, and... which is weird. Right. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of the North shore is not paved and, and it's gravel and beach. you know, yeah. Um, so you can just tell by there. And then there's also, a, is it a Marriott, a courtyard Marriott or like something? Right across like the street right, from yeah, it. Yeah. Right, right next to it. Um, and there's like a whole shopping center too. Oh yeah. yeah. A little downtown so, Disney-ish kind of thing. Yeah. Vibe. So, I mean, I would say that that's probably my biggest criticism among like first, first arrival is it does feel a little bit more... Kitschy. 
like groomed. Yeah. Like over groomed compared yeah. to and it's, presented. It's, it's the Americana shiny. Hawaii kind of yeah. vibe, you know. Um big tiki statues you yeah. know, standing out in the front right. and stuff. Right. Um but I think you know overall the entrance and how it was set up the traffic wise was great. But when you like walked in, it was like very weird how you I was like, found where are we going? Yeah. The wayfinding was not great in the well, front part yeah, of I, it. I would say overall. <laughs> yeah, I would say overall too. <laughs> but the but front part, you like we parked, we went to the right and we parked and I there's a big central building. Yeah. Uh, there. And I'm like, okay, that has to be like but you don't tickets. go in there. You don't go in there. There's some weird temp walls up or something. Like, yeah. I wonder at some point it was like the entrance. And yeah. they like. I mean, I do wonder because of COVID because you had to like show your. I don't know if it was because of COVID or not because the walls looked like. Pretty they, permanent. Yeah. Didn't they? They looked we, pretty we permanent. We didn't walk, like walk over there. I like oh. could definitely tell. Did you park on the left side? We did. Yeah. And then we kind of like went through the like shopping area center. Because like I could tell that there was like nothing happening over there. Because like I didn't see anybody walking up there or anything. (laughs) So we just went off to the side. Got it. But when you first got in there and like, as you know, like Hawaii is very strict about their COVID uh, regulations, right? Which they should be. Absolutely. You know, um, very happy to follow whatever rules they need to be safe out there because um, COVID is hitting them really hard. Yeah. Um, And it was, but... There was no signage to be like, okay, you're going to go through here. <laughs> yeah. And there were other people that like walked past to the entry gates and they were like, you don't have your like wristband or whatever yet. Yeah. And they were like, where do we get our wristbands at? And they had to turn them around and they're like, oh yeah, you have to go through the whole thing and like show them your, you know, your vaccine pass and like everything. And they were like, oh, like somebody just let us walk right past that. And we did not even know that we had to do that. Yeah. So there was a there was confusion. It, it, it was definitely a temporary setup um, for COVID, I feel like. Right. You know. Right. Um, so hold on. Carrie's just texting me. I need, I'm sorry. Um, She's so, making a pizza. So it's very important. Yeah, very important <laughs> stuff here. Um, the... Uh, entrance way didn't they like they like scanned your ticket and then went to the covid thing no or was it was covid and then ticket yes okay so it was this weird like i was trying to get my ticket out but they were like asking for vaccine cards at that point so i was like i had to do a switcheroo kind yeah of thing. and then they had a bag check too and then a bag check and all that i would say once i got in it was quick i mean i didn't i didn't we didn't wait any. no we, we didn't wait at all either checked it was just and moved. like yeah and they're I would say that they also had people standing out there and the people weren't like... Oh, directing? Yeah, being like, okay, you know, I mean, what is here. it, like 80% of them are students or something? Yeah, yeah so, a lot of them. Yeah, so, you know, probably. they're... Well, they're still learning. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're learning how to interact and how to guide people and stuff yeah. like that. But yeah, yeah there... Yeah, that was our first experience. Is like, we were definitely like, what are we supposed to be doing? It, you know, that we talked... Which is uh, a little frustrating. Yeah, we talked uh, early on in this podcast. I think it was episode three or something where it was theme park layouts. Yeah. And, you know, there's like the hub and spoke and then there's like all the... And this one was definitely organic. It yes. It was an organic layout that grew over time. Right. And they kind of thought of one thing, they thought of another thing. And built they, on and built they have on limited land, right? Totally. And probably limited funds, honestly. So like the journey to the entry was very weird. And there was never a, a real like gate. There to wasn't. Pass it was like literally a lady the at statue, like a, pat, a podium. The statue out there was cool. Yeah. And that was, I guess, kind of like your gate. But the buffet is like 
or the you know the giant building over there to yeah. the left that's the buffet did you go to that at all we didn't know oh i mean God. i walked by it by it but yeah. we didn't go in so but that's like right at that gate so it's like not much of a i don't know departure sure from like gate to like park <laughs> like they're right. on top of each yeah. other right um so it was it was an interesting like lead-in you know it, and then you start to go in I don't know where you guys went first, but we went to the left. We were kind of going against. We went to the left too. And we saw the canoes or the boats yep. coming under. And I was like, oh, that's, that's cool. cool. Like, like the whole entryway, first when you get in there, like the landscaping and stunning. amazing. I, I was like, this the canal, is great. like river thing. It, it, oh, gorgeous. it was natural, which is what it needed to be. Yep. It didn't have a lot of like handrails and everything, which I was like, cool. This is amazing. (laughs) It's not, it's not like a super sculpted landscape, but it is, you know what I mean? Like it's that, it's a good mix. There was like a waterfall too. The waterfall you could tell was like sculpted and kind of made for the luau on the backside. But at the same time you look to the left and there was like actual dirt going into water and it was like not sculpted or like made to look like anything. It was just natural environment. It was, it was a good mix. I feel like, um, and I think throughout the whole, you know, uh, area. It was like landscaping was really. I well feel done. like if you have any reason to go to this experience, <laughs> it is number one reason is the landscape. It the was great. landscape, yeah, architecture. Especially is if incredible. you're if you're a designer in themed entertainment, yeah, it's cool to see uh, a a park trying to be Disney, but they can't. So how do they handle a lot of that stuff? Right, right, right. Um, I think their spacing was really well done. Mm-hmm. I think like the distance between experiences was nice. There was a little bit of journey between, but you didn't feel like you were lost. In right. That like journey. where am I going? Um, the bridges were nice. Everything around. I felt, I felt like it was a good scale. You yeah. Know? Um, yeah. I mean, I definitely feel like if I remember correctly, there wasn't, too much like now you are in Tonga you no. know which is fine I think that's a good thing that you want but to be it's also de- detrimental because like when we walked in to the left we had no idea where we were going yeah we didn't know what to expect that's or, like they so have we were like just the trying little, to look like, the little like um crossroads signs you know like the pole with all the little course, signs yeah. pointing at they had like those going on but mm-hmm. that was pretty much it and beyond that when you went to like one space I had a tr- I had a hard time telling the difference a lot That's, of times between I, where I was at compared to another space, you know. So one of my big like beefs with how it's set up now, which I don't know how you get around it, because if you're trying, that's the problem with being like too historically ac- accurate. Is of course every single building is going to look the fucking same because they made it out of the same fucking materials. Right. I right? mean, this is the coconuts thing. It's hard. and fucking bamboo yeah, or like trees or whatever. Grass, you know, roof, like like thatched yeah. roofs. Yeah, it, so, very similar. So every single building was pretty much the same. New Zealand slight, had a lot more color and there there was slight, you know, differences here. Yeah, and like there. this one had like curved walls and a steeper roof. But it, but if you one. if you were going to design it or uh I don't know, make it cheesy touristy or Disney, Disneyfy it, I yeah. guess. My first thing would be to like paint a stripe on each one, each building, the top of each building to be like a yellow stripe for right. Hawaii and a blue stripe for so I knew Oh, I'm in like a different zone because of that blue sure, stripe or something. Sure. Like yeah. the visual literacy between one uh, region to another just didn't exist. I think so too. And I I would really have appreciated that because there yeah. were so many islands and I was yeah. and like obviously like I went there with the very like intention of being like 
I want to pay my respects to the Hawaiian culture. I want to learn. And I want to learn. Yeah. And I don't want to be like an idiot white person, <laughs> yeah. you know? A like, tourist. Totally. I, I <laughs> Even really though I'm did. at a tourist attraction right now. Yeah. <laughs> but I really wanted to go there and do that. And like, I think one of the things that I was hoping for was mm. to like get a better understanding of like the differences between all of these cultures and like yeah. what makes each one special. Yeah. Um, and that was one thing that I felt like was kind of missing was a distinct you know, some sort of like iconography or something yes. that was like, yes. this is just the thing even, that defines. Even if you defined an icon for Hawaii or something right. that you could see in front of each building, right. that would help. But like, maybe it would have been better to see like sculptures yeah. or like, yeah, made like of flowers yeah, or like something. something, you know, yeah, you know, some something like that. Some sculpted wood in front of each one. Yeah, or just to yeah. see, or like whatever is def the defining thing. Because, you know, there was like, um, with certain cultures, it's like they're they were the ones who like did the like Moana canoes, well, you know? And yeah, so, right. Yeah, and that would be a canoe thing. Yeah, or yeah. and I think mm -hmm. to define those areas by being like this is the thing, you know. But it's also like it's hard to reduce a culture down to like one iconography, right. you know. So it's hard. <laughs> I totally get because it because you're trying to be historically accurate right. at the same time. So it's it's a it's a balance game totally. that you need to play. Yeah, um, and like you said, again, a lot of these Polynesian cultures like. A lot of them stemmed from a very They're similar, the same, and they yeah. just branched out, and they all have like, but, but similar they have but slight different. differences. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. So um, I think that was a big learning moment for me. It was like, oh right, you're gonna go here, and you're not gonna be like, and, oh now I know specifically what Tonga is known for. You <laughs> exactly. know, so and and I say slight differences, in only because the tools and the uh, materials they use are not different, right? in terms of like their cultures, they are way different, right? Like it was fascinating to see like the Samoa culture compared to like the Tonga culture or something. Right. Like they had completely different vibes, right? About them. Yeah. But it would have been helpful to, to take that vibe and express it on the architecture itself. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Even if it was like you said, just an entry gate or something that something. was like very like something to identify now. with. Yes. yes. Cause I do think people, people need that. Yeah, because you know? a lot of a lot of the setup was like there was a bunch of different huts in each kind of land, quote mm -hmm. unquote, and um, the huts were either a walkthrough hut or they were like a presentation hut. Right. So you know, take that visual literacy and also tell me what this building is for, mm -hmm. because it was hard for me to like I would walk into like a hut that nobody was in thinking, okay, it might be a walkthrough hut or maybe this is like where they do presentations sure. or maybe this is like where they sell stuff. I don't, I don't know. There wasn't like a distinction between a shop, an attraction and a theater, like, right? right? Like yeah. I needed to know easily that like I can walk in this building and it's intended to be a walkthrough, right? Before I even like go in. Yeah. Because it was very hard to like, you'd poke your head in and yeah, and then they're they had a lot of events going on, right? I, which I oh, think is yeah. like pretty much the whole reason why you go is like there is because there honestly there's not that much of like artifacts to really look at, you know. Like when you go in, there is like like you said, there's like um yeah, buildings, they had a, they had and structures a couple, that I, like yeah. you go in, but like primary reason why you're going is for these events that they hold, and um to read off some of the events that are available throughout the thing. Oh uh, yes, no, you came prepared. I did. I kept the little brochure because I knew we were going to talk um, about this. Um, so, like, for Tonga, Tonga is the place where you board the canoes, an outrigger canoe, uh -huh. um, and you get to paddle 
the like, outrigger canoe, which we didn't get to do that. No. Um, which is different than the like actual boat tour thing that they had. Um, but or you can compete in a spear throwing contest. Um, learn how tapa cloth is made. Um, in Samoa, you can weave your own um, <laughs> we did that. fish with coconut leaves. Um, learn how to spin a fire knife. I didn't do that. <laughs> um, see how to crack open a coconut oh, and that was milk sick. it. Um, let's see. In uh, I don't know why I did not learn how to say this while I was there. Aetoria. <laughs> Oh, how New do you, Zealand. How do you say it? Yeah, New Zealand, right? Yeah. Um, how do you say that? I'm such what, a jerk. Yeah, well, you are. I know that. <laughs> Eotera. Eoteoroa. Don't, don't, <laughs> don't, don't. don't even go there. Yeah. Um, that's, that's how good my Hawaiian it's is. The Maori my name, it's the Maori name for New Zealand. So yeah. I'm going to stick with Maori because I know how to pronounce that. Okay. Um, uh, you get to view a fully carved Maori war canoe. Um, there, you get to le- learn a traditional Maori stick game, earth oven cooking. Um, in Fiji, you learn how co- coconut oil is made, which that was kind of interesting. I didn't see that. That one was really interesting. Anyway, so there's lots of events that you're seeing. Now, these events are timed. It's good right. to know. So <clears throat> finding the right time and being on that schedule, I found to be very difficult. It was hard. And like I had this guide map thing, but I kept feeling like I had to go back and look at it because there were some that seemed like to be on a schedule like every half an hour, but then there would be a break. What the thing that confused me is like, I would feel like I went to one and then I wouldn't know where to go next. Right. And like trying to find that. They have an app. They have an app too, but it wasn't functioning properly. So I couldn't see like presentation times on my map. Mm. Um, So we were kind of relying on just like walking around and stumbling into stuff, which kind of turned out to be okay. Yeah, it was fine. Um, But I think what would be nice is if they took all their times and said, "Here's, um, here's schedule one. If you come at 12 o'clock, do this, 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 and this. Nice. So you make a circle. Sure. If so there's like at, different itineraries. Yeah. If you, come at, if you come at one o'clock, then start here and do this, this, this. Yeah. So, that would so have been helpful. They, they give you a track, right? And you right. say, choose track A, B, or C when yeah. you come. And then you can f- fulfill that track. Because the other thing too is like there are there was stuff that's like talking about like the shows right because right. each culture had a show right like a yeah. and it was like a what a 15 20 minute little presentation probably yeah. mm-hmm. so and in their little in their theater areas right. so they had that but then all of the other like the spear throwing thing i didn't see any time i, I didn't either and i never understood that until like halfway through the day i was like oh you just walk to these things like you just go in like and yeah you just participate and i'm like oh, okay cool yeah <laughs> so then we started like actually going into these things and actually doing them but it was hard to know yeah, if that I didn't was timed know, or not right i didn't yeah. know the process for that and i felt a little bit like oh okay what am i supposed to be doing right <clears> there <throat> um there was a fishing one that where you could like oh catch, yeah you could i saw like some use, people doing yeah. and i was like i'm not catching a fish <laughs> i'm not doing it like i i can't i can't I, deal with I like absolute... these little fish just getting caught and tossed back in every day like poor little fishies i absolutely love the fact that there was so much hands-on though it was so really nice what day did you go 
Like what day of the week? Do you oh, remember? Um, Wednesday or Thursday? It was like a weekday. Yeah. Wednesday we went maybe? and there was not a lot of these activities going on. Really? The spear throwing thing was happening. The fishing one was happening. The weaving? In Samoa? We did not do the weaving thing. But it was going on. I don't, I didn't see anything. Like what? there was a lot of stuff that I was like, we were like looking around for it. I did the it. little stick game, you know, the little thing with the stick game. Yeah. Didn't do that didn't either. Do that. Like, mm. and I don't know if it was just like a low day or maybe mm. they just didn't have, yeah. you know, who knows? Maybe somebody didn't show up for work. I, I have no yeah. idea. Maybe they but just was, can't fill all the activities right now. Yeah. <laughs> maybe something like that. But like there was several things that we were like, we didn't get to do that because there yeah. was nobody there. Right. You know? yeah. So um, that's upsetting. Yeah. It, because it was disappointing a little bit. But. We, we went around. We were just hungry. So we tried to look for food inside the place. Big mistake. We should have got food in the sure. downtown Disney. Yeah, yeah, um, Because all they have is really snack bar things yeah. but they're really like just chips bags of chips right yeah yeah it's not like themed there, or anything it, it w- no there was one station in every land that had a themed thing which was cool because we found out that we could drink from a coconut right 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 which was really cool yeah i did that and then we could uh we got like frozen banana and uh shrimp on a skewer at oh. uh, the new zealand place did not do this and then um there was like a slushy mix at Tonga, I think, or something. Interesting. It was like a, you know, blueberry or See, I'm telling giant. you, I feel like our day was like off or something because <laughs> it just really felt like the place was empty. There wasn't a lot of huh. people. There was a lot of things that were closed. Weird. Like, it just didn't feel like... Very weird. Yeah. Because we did... So we, we did a quick like loop just to understand the space right Right. just to see we did the canoe ride back or whatever we did too um we went like went all the way down and then canoe was okay (laughs) Um, our our gentleman who was rowing was very cute and very funny nice and he had like a lot of like little jokes yeah that you know it's jungle cruisy right yeah 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 yeah. it was very the boat was very (laughs) oh sure it was a little a little rusty. <laughs> oh, was it? Ours oh, was our seen... boat had a little like holes in it and stuff. <gasps> oh, or... ours didn't. Yeah. Was yeah. Like, was oh, like, man. Right. Maybe you just had a one in bad condition or something. Yeah, something. Ours was okay. Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, we did the whole, you know, kind of overview. And then we went to Samoa. And that was amazing. Yeah. Like Samoa was kick ass. We did uh, the show with Cap. Did you ever do, did you do the Samoa show? I believe so. You remember Cap Gallery by the coconuts? Did you get a coconut? No. <laughs> you didn't get a coconut? No. You saw coconuts and you said no? Yeah. What? I'm not a huge coconut person. I mean, just, it's just coconut water. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a huge coconut flavored thing person just generally. Got it. Uh, yeah. So right next to the coconuts was Cap Gallery. K-A-P. Cap. I think it was K-A-P yeah. or K-A-P-P. Um, <clears throat> oh, yes. The art. The art gallery. Yeah, yeah I yeah. went in there. Yeah. So that's Cap. Cap makes that art, and he's also the leader of the show. He was the the guy, the performer at the show. I don't think we saw that one. We saw a bunch of different other shows, so but we didn't see that one. In that that Samoa show was great. Cap was a performer. He was studied at BYU. Um, he's an artist. He was just funny. Uh, he broke open a coconut on stage. It was insane. <laughs> like how he did it with the spear. Like he just shoved a coconut on it oh, and ripped sure. and ripped. And I was like, holy shit, this guy's good. <laughs> and he like lit the coconut uh, things on fire and like was like, I was like, damn, this is, this guy knows how yeah, to do this. Yeah. Um, so the, it, the show was really cool. It was, there was moments where they made it uh, kitschy, where they made it like, oh, come up here and let me, you know, show yeah. you. Yeah, that actually drives me 
insane. Yeah. Like the like, I can't hear you. Like, yeah. oh, how are mm. you doing today, everybody? Like, I really hate that stuff. Yeah. So they. But a lot of people really love but, it. They eat it up. Yeah. So. They buy in, They're trying to buy into the tourist atmosphere, yes. which I, I could do without. I could do without as well. But I still found it an enjoyable show. Yeah. Um, and I think the talent that they had was pretty impressive for being students and a guy who just, you know, does yeah. it, you know, yeah. um, but was really cool was, um, the, they climbed the trees. Did you watch that? We didn't watch the tree. Oh climbing. my God. Yeah. How did you miss that? I'm telling, like, I'm they telling you, like, we did not nuts. see a lot of stuff. <laughs> like, I don't know what it was. Like, maybe we were just like out of sync with what they were doing, <laughs> I guess. but like, we were kind of like, what are we supposed to be doing? Oh my God. It's not, like, it's not we did Disney the spear throwing. We did the, um, we did the we watched the fishing thing, but I was like, I'm not gonna fish. I don't. I can't do it. Um, we did the coconut oil thing. I got a tattoo, which was pretty cool. I was looking at tattoos, but there was a big line. So it was really fast, though. The line yeah. was like super fast because okay. like the tattoos take like three seconds because yeah, they just like slap them on you. Nice. Um, we did like some like cooking one where they like made like a banana coconut milk mixture mm. thing. That's cool. Um. They were like, we don't eat this anymore, <laughs> which is hilarious because they were like, nobody eats this stuff anymore. But this is like a traditional like main thing. Um, I did not like it because <laughs> it was like it was yeah, green I banana. Like, I didn't like poi either. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And Carl loves poi. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a big nope, poi fan. Nope. Nope. Um, it was green banana, but it was salty. Oh, weird. It was strange. Yeah, Very it was strange. It was definitely interesting to see. Savory banana. Savory green <laughs> banana. Weird. Like they do it. They're like, we don't. The guy was funny because he was like, we don't have time to wait for it to be ripe. So we just pluck it when it's green. Like what is it? You know, it's like, I mean, if you need nutrients, you need nutrients. Right. Like, yeah. you know, is what so it is. That's yeah. funny. Um, yeah, no, the, the climbing of the tree in Samoa was insane. They went sure. up, they went up a 50 foot palm they all the way up fast. and they went up in like 10 seconds. Yeah, I mean, fast. they were like, holy shit. And then the, the way they come down too, they just, yeah, they, they like just fucking zoom down. Yeah. I mean, I've seen, I've seen it before, but I didn't see it live. It was crazy. Yeah. And then, so we had the coconut, we did the the weaving so we wove the fish so much fun we made a little fish guy and then he was on like a little stick thing and you could go fishing and you could throw it out and it would like collapse and then it would collapse back i was like this is awesome that sounds so cool <laughs> yeah so that was a lot of fun Neat. and then uh, we drank out of the coconut obviously and then um we did a couple of loops around we what was really cool is we went to tonga and there was an actual student who lived and grew up in Tonga. Oh, wow. And the island is only 20 miles wide. Yeah. Okay? So like Tiny. nothing. Yeah. And she like knows everybody. And I'm like, I have never met anybody from Tonga. This is cool. Yeah. <laughs> I like this. No, it's great when they, they are, have like, you get to meet like people who actually know the culture. And you they're, know? they're one of the last uh, countries to actually have a monarchy. They have oh, a really? king. Neat. Yeah. I'm like, you guys have a king? <laughs> like an actual king? That's that cool. works? Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> that works. He's not just like an honorary yeah, position right? now. Well, no, he is. Like they, they, he comes from the bloodline. No, no, no. I mean like as in like a, like oh, the he's queen not of England in. is oh, not. Not just on. Got it. She's got honorary. It. Yeah, like right. they're just like. No, he actually just, like rules. Nice. <laughs> like, Interesting. It was crazy. I was like, that's, that's pretty cool. They had all the kings up and it literally went all the way to the present and i was like wow. whoa nuts that's pretty cool yeah so we got to do some cool stuff there but by the time it was time to go to um the luau 
we were like, oh shit, okay, gotta go. Like we didn't get to check out enough. I think I would if if I was to go again, I would go at twelve because I just wish I would have gone to Hawaii and like Tahiti more. Yeah. Um, rather than just passing them by, and I didn't get to see New New Zealand show. Um, and I was really looking forward to that because they're like warrior based kind of. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. They're like the crazy like yeah. the, 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 the <laughs> soccer team does that like crazy like Maori like ah fight badass. Yeah, it's very cool. So uh, there was definitely things that I think we we missed out on. Like obviously you missed out. Yeah, a lot. we missed out on a lot, unfortunately. <laughs> but I think overall the day, it, that portion of the day could have been better but i still i enjoyed my time yeah i also think for us it was the last day of our trip pretty sure got it um and so i was feeling done like by that time and i think we were just really tired and like maybe we just didn't look hard enough or something while we were there Mm um and we were also were hungry too (laughs) so we definitely that sucks that you didn't get the ticket for the luau though (laughs) it was just so expensive oh really you just didn't buy it? Just didn't buy it. What? Well, no. One the, time to go to a luau? Ugh. The, I just like, for me, it just feels really touristy and. But you got to do it. I, I mean, you have. See, I don't, I mean, I'm like a person who's why would like you not anti. Want to that? <laughs> I'm anti-touristy. Like, I but, just But it this. literally supports the students totally. at BYU. And, totally. And but they've like, done it I literally did not do a single luau while we were in Hawaii because I'm just like man, not interested in it. That's what you have to do, man, when you're in Hawaii. It's just like one of, the, I, I don't know, like, I actually. What you, but really, what are you going to, what are you going to do instead? How, uh, how are you going to support the local Hawaiians who have all been transformed into Americans at this point? <laughs> I, for me, it's just like, unfortunately it's a lost thing that I don't know. I agree. Back. Yeah. 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 But I, it's to me, like, like I said, it's when you go to these like theater experiences and they're like, I can't hear you. It's oh, too yeah. canned. And it's just like, not something that I'm going to pay an extra $70 for, mm. you know? Cause I think it was, Oh, the other thing though, too, is like when we looked at the ticket price, like the tickets, yeah. we I, were like, I think like a month behind you purchasing tickets. Like we still ordered them like, I don't know, three or four weeks before we even left for Hawaii, right? Mm -hmm. But um, it wasn't available until November 12th or something. Like they were sold out. The oh, the luau. Were, the, the luau and the... Oh, then yeah, you didn't even have the chance. But yeah. I looked at the ticket prices yeah. and I was like, I wouldn't do that. I, don't, I would absolutely do that. It was like 135 bucks, and I was like, yeah. no, I'm not interested. Why would you not? I mean, you get a whole dinner with and, it. I mean, you, how much did you pay normally? 70? Yeah, it was like 65, I think. Yeah, something so... Like that. I don't know. Bucks like, for to me, like it just wasn't <clears throat> worth the price. <clears throat> that was me. I was just like, I'm not interested in paying this much for this thing. I, it wasn't even an I, option I, for us, but I was like, I'm not interested in paying this was, much for this event. It was the best luau we went to, and um, th- the show that they put on was actually really cool. If the, I were to go to anyone <clears throat> anywhere, it probably should have been there. Yeah, I mean, it supports it, the students. Well, and, and pays it's like for their if it's gonna, too. if anyone is going to be authentic, like the most authentic, <laughs> yeah. it probably would have been that one. Right. You know, because yeah. like I think that's one of the reasons why I don't like it, it is because yeah, there's a lot of them that I think that they just make accommodations for like what white people should absolutely like and well, hundred percent. I mean, not, that's what I don't like that. When you I talk about, I want the real experience. Like, that's what <laughs> I, I know, want. but when you talk about the real demographic that 
comes and spends money, a lot of those are resorts filled with fucking white people. And yeah, yeah it's a fucking terrible should, thing. I think they but, should eat it and like see a traditional luau show, you know. But who's gonna who's offering that? And you know, is that I, like I is said, that if the any place was gonna want? do it, it would be this one. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, yeah. like a more traditional. Hey, I, I'm with it. If if there was a more traditional like actual luau back in the day that somebody put on. I'm all for it, but you have to somehow monetize that. So what do you do to try and keep it authentic, but also make money on it? You know what I mean? I mean, I think there's tons of, I think there are tons of people right now that are very interested in very, like the most authentic experience that they can get. I do think there are people out there who are just like, whatever, I'm going to go to Branson, you know, Mm -hmm. and see what, or I'm going to go to Vegas and I'm just going to see those shows, sure. you know, and like they're totally fine having that like touristy experience or like uh, the people who stay on Waikiki Beach oh, in Honolulu. Yeah, absolutely. Like they're totally fine having that experience. And yeah. we had to stay one night in Waikiki. There was like no hotels. Yeah. And honestly, I couldn't wait to get out of Honolulu. Oh, like, absolutely. I, I fucking hated Honolulu. So do I. Like, the <laughs> Although they did have the best brewery. The, they had a, oh, sure. they had Hanakoa Brewing. Holy shit, that yeah. was good. But I will agree. Honolulu was the worst. Oh, it's, oh my yeah. God. And like that's, I just feel like there's Ugh. a lot of those experiences out there in the world that I would just like. I would love to come up with an experience that was super authentic that like actually served like food and shit. But like you said, the food that they made back then was fucking terrible. Yeah, <laughs> so like, like, nobody's, like nobody likes no, <laughs> Nobody's going to pay a hundred bucks yeah. to eat shitty bananas no, or totally. salty bananas. So, salty green so, bananas. So it's like you have to balance the authenticity with the tourist. And I think... They they do a decent job at it, but to our point, there's that kitschy nature that just doesn't, just need, doesn't need to be there. there. It doesn't need like it. Like you, people will you are so behind. close to having that great experience yes. because even the luau that was at Polynesian Cultural Center, they had a giant pig. Okay, yeah, that was literally cooking all day under a tarp like they traditionally did back in the day. Yeah, and they took it off in the middle of the show and like put it up on the the stage and like they carved it. That's what you ate. You ate nice. that fucking pig. Yeah. <laughs> like that was cool, right? Definitely. More of that would be amazing. Yeah. But again, it's like there's like a thousand people that they're trying to fucking feed. Like, I mean, yeah. so you got to there's a balance of like commercialism and capitalism that has unfortunately taken over Hawaii and the authenticity that we all want and we have right. to make it work somehow. Yeah. Which unfortunately, I mean, I think that's one of the in. reasons why I loved Kauai. Yes, Kauai was the best. It's just so like there's no pretenses. Like no. there's one spot on like the eastern side of the island, and like Poipu. Yeah. yeah, which it's like got a little bit of like um, resort yeah. stuff going on, but like overall, like super, it's super, super chill. Yeah, super yeah. chill. Very like still old village. You know, haven't yeah, left. Not, nothing is that well maintained. There's no Starbucks. <laughs> there's yeah. no. It's like yeah. It's it's old school. Yeah. Um, which I love, and that's why I think Kauai was still my favorite. Yeah. In terms of like the, the only island. thing that I will say about Kauai that I was like a little disappointed about is that Kauai is the most like regular shaped of all the islands. <laughs> it's a circle. Yeah. You know, and there's no like inlet or bays or anything like that. Because true. Yeah. And I think the reason why I liked Oahu a little bit more was the coastlines. A little like, bit more. Oh my God. Like just like stunning, and... dynamic, beautiful coastlines mm. and driving around that Island. Like every time you went around one of the capes and then came into a bay, yeah. like the view was just stunning. Yeah. And I loved that. Yeah. I loved uh, that. I completely agree. Yeah. Uh, the North but, shore of Oahu was 
Awesome. Yeah, I awesome. mean, and we're we weren't in um, wave season, like big mm, wave season, yeah, yeah. just yet. I would love to go during same. Big wave season. We yeah. totally want to go see like people surf pipe. surfing. Oh, yeah, dude, we would love nuts. to go see pipeline. Yeah, like, there was a lot of good be... like surf beaches, but there's the surf just wasn't as high. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, it was still like the biggest wave, some of the biggest waves I've ever seen. Yeah, definitely, totally. You know, yeah. which was still really cool. It's still really big. Yeah, yeah, and like you could see like some of the teams were out there, mm. like the big surfing teams. They're like yeah. they're starting to practice right you know because i mean like billabong has like a house out there <laughs> yeah, you know like right. they they literally have surf teams that yeah. stay there oh yeah and you can see some of the teams are out there like practicing and catching waves which was mm-hmm. really cool to see like professional surfers like surf the pipeline which yeah. is really cool yeah um yeah i would love to go back yeah so that was a tangent so yeah sorry <laughs> <laughs> sorry so in general i i had a great time at the luau the luau was uh it's it's just like any touristy luau. You have decent food, a good show, and kitschy like drinking out of a pineapple. You know, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. No alcohol, unfortunately. Ugh, <laughs> but, no. No, damn Mormons. Um, <laughs> so we had the luau was good. We got done with it, and then we went to the Ha Breath, Breath of, of Life, Life show, which I was interested in seeing that. That was great. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. That was like the greatest part of the day. I think. Really. It was. It was really cool. It was a it was a well done show that incorporated all the cultures that you saw in the park. Sure. In, in a very cool way of like boy growing up kind of style and like he gets Hero's older and goes through of. some, you know, life stages and that plays into the cultures of that um of the story, you know, kind of sure. thing. But um, they had like a waterfall that turned on and off. They had fire. They had the fire. They had fire throwers. They had like 18 of them, like fucking wow. going at the same yeah, time. Yeah, I've heard that it's like, actually like shit. quite a bit of a spectacle. It's it's a really like they do, high they do production. Well for, yeah, yeah. For being like a little tiny theater in like northern and, yeah. Hawaii. And they're also creative with how they put like stuff together or brought stuff out. And a lot of the performers were really good performers. Like yeah. it was a well done show. And uh, I, I would highly recommend anybody just go to that show if you're sure. going to go to Polynesian Culture Center in general. Yeah, it was really cool. Yeah, nice. I, I did want to see that and I was a little disappointed. Should have paid the money. Me. Yeah, right? <laughs> I just like, I don't know what it was when I was looking at the tickets. I like, it was just more than I was expecting. And Got it. I was just like not. You weren't ready for Disney prices. I wasn't ready ready for Disney prices for the Polynesian Cultural Center. Right. You know, like that's what, yeah. like, cause that's what it, I I'm think it was. I'm surprised you didn't go to the buffet though. It wasn't open. What? The buffet was not open. What? It when did you go? Open. I think maybe a Tuesday because I think they're closed on Wednesdays. Is it, Are they closed Wednesdays? Because we might have gone Tuesday then. Tuesday or Thursday. Maybe we went Thursday then. I don't know. Someday. But that's crazy because the buffet was open when we, we left. Were, the, buffet the buffet was not open. The buffet is a giant, new giant building. Yeah. We walked right by it. It was not open. inside. Wow. I've no, like, like I said, I don't know if it was like just an off day yeah, weird. or what, but it was not open. Hmm. Well, next time you're in Oahu. Yeah. <laughs> have to go back. I probably, I will say I've gone once. I probably won't go again. That's, that's my, that's really? my review of Shocking. It. I didn't, yeah. I would have never expected that. <laughs> After talking about it. Yeah. <laughs> I will say my, I learned my one thing that I learned that like mm. really stuck with me is when we went to how they make coconut oil, which is a very laborious process oh, really? of how they traditionally got coconut oil. Like, holy shit. It wow. is. It's a lot. But one of the things that we learned was that when a um, coconut falls from a tree mm. and it just sits there, oftentimes it'll just sprout another coconut tree, right? Yeah, it's a right. seed. It grows totally. another coconut tree. Yeah. 
Well, apparently, if there is a flood or a cow comes along and kicks the coconut or whatever, a coconut tree will still grow out of the coconut, right? Hmm. All natural elements. If a human being comes up and picks up that coconut, touches it for five seconds and puts it back down, it will not grow a coconut tree. Just because of germs? And they have no idea why it does that. That's weird. But it will not grow a coconut tree. Weird. So yeah, that's my one like fascinating tidbit that I took away. That you learned that I from was the like, Polynesian I guess I was like when you're sitting there saying that, I was like, that is so weird. Like, oh. why oh. would it do that? I mean, maybe you're right. Maybe it's just germs or whatever. That, oh like, yeah, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Like why? It, that, it has a conscious of its own, and when right, it gets and touched, it's like, no, it just don't can't, touch me. Can't don't reproduce. Touch me. <laughs> no, it will not be a coconut. I cannot perform <laughs> maybe, any longer. Maybe performance anxiety <laughs> knows people are present or something. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah, that was it. Was fun. Fun nice. little tidbit. There's also the one tidbit I learned uh, <clears throat> from the Polynesian Culture Center is is actually the origin of the shaka. Mm. You know, the shaka is the. Um, to the thumb and the pinky, you know, like hang loose, you know, kind of thing. Um, I learned it at the Luau. It's a guy. I got to look up the name real quick. It's like, um, I'm going to butcher it too. Hamana Kali'i. Kalili. Kalili? Hamana Kalili. Um, He was in the 1900s. He was like one of the, you know, local fishermen who knew like a lot. He was like a guru kind of guy. Um, and he was working at a sugar mill and got his uh, three fingers chopped off. Yeah. What? So um, in that time, in the 1900s, you weren't, it wasn't acceptable to be disabled, obviously. Sure. It was kind of weird. It was outcast. Well, he was, the, he was the opposite. He was still, he didn't care that he lost fingers. He still would wave to people. Ah, uh, sure. And when he would wave from a distance, tourists thought his three fingers were down. Oh. But they weren't. They were just, you know, missing. So he'd wave to people and people would start to wave back, right? And that's how it kind of started. Interesting. But since he was a storyteller and like a guru and, you know, fisherman, whenever kids would approach him and be like, oh, how did that happen? He would always tell them that uh, he got bit by a shark and these are its eyes. The shock eyes. Oh, the shock eyes. The and it, eyes. And it turned in with the accent and everything that it's shock eye. Shock, oh, shaka, okay. shaka, shaka, shaka. Yeah. It's just like over time, that's what it turned into. That's Isn't that really fascinating? fascinating? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, no that's idea. Cool. <laughs> yeah. You learned that at the. Yeah, they were they, they told the story while the, and during the luau of like how oh, it yeah, how it became because that's the guy um, Hamana Kalili is the guy at the the statue at the beginning of the Polynesian right. Culture Center. He's doing the shaka with if you look the three fingers are missing oh, on the statue. Yeah, uh, yeah, right, wow. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Mind blown. I was I was pretty that was a pretty cool fact. I was like, oh, that's that's really interesting. I never knew that. So. That so was, the that was cool. fingers have not been chopped off the statue. Correct. They are literally not <laughs> no there. No vandalism the man there. Did not have... He literally didn't have three Interesting. fingers. Interesting. Yeah. That's yeah. so fascinating. Yes, yeah, so that was that was the uh, tidbit for today. Nice. Nice. Um, do you want to wrap? Let's let's yeah, talk about it overall. Yeah. Right? I mean, overall, um, I think my big thing is that in some ways this place really embraces the mm-hmm. island culture of like you kind of do the thing when you get to the thing oh yeah the traditional it's like hang, that hang loose hang yeah loose. whenever we'll, we're on island time we're baby chill. yeah like just Slow relax down. you know which i mean it is wonderful in hawaii to have that because it is just 
so relaxing when you're there. Like yeah. when we stayed Nothing at those little plantation cottages on Kauai, <sighs> there was a day, it was the day after your wedding. I think mm. it was Sunday. Nice, brunch. And <laughs> yeah, it was after brunch mm-hmm. and it like rained pretty much for like the rest of the day. Yeah, it did. Yeah, it was a rain. Which was day. really funny because like your wedding day Dude. was beautiful. Yeah. No rain. None. I think there was like a little sprinkle. There was that sprinkling that before. Right before the But traditionally, the traditionally, that's a good blessing on the wedding. Is it? Yeah. That's so cute. Yeah, yeah, yeah there was like a Hawaiian sprinkle, tradition. but then it was like done by the time the ceremony actually started yeah but then the next day it like pretty much rained all day all day yeah like during brunch like people were eating at tables like in the rain (laughs) which people were like whatever i'm embracing it it's hawaii Hawaii, you know um but it pretty much rained all day yeah and i think i sat in the cottage all day with the windows open i just sat on the couch and there was like this place is like one of those places that has like the like the old paperback books like just sitting around that yeah. you can read mm-hmm. and yeah. so i just picked up <laughs> one of the stocked. books yeah <laughs> i just picked up one of the books and i literally sat there and read the book and i read the whole book in one wow. day and just sat there with the rain playing like like it's, playing it's, <laughs> the rain outside yeah, right, it was the, so the music, awesome the led screens out there right. uh, <laughs> it's so nice to be in a place where you, you know you wake up when you wake up and then you just you know what do you want do you want to go make breakfast do you want to go for a hike do you want and you just you just mosey you don't yeah. you don't have anywhere to be you don't have anything to do and right that, and <clears throat> to that point the polynesian culture center functions in that way almost to a fault yeah where you know it's still a tourist attraction there there's that underlying who's your target demographic and what are their expectations and they're trying to embrace the culture more than trying to align to the expectations of the guests, which I understand. But if you're going to pitch yourself as a tourist attraction, like the number one in Hawaii, yeah. you kind of have to cater to that a little bit. I think bit. you do too. Yeah. Not not to the detriment of the Polynesian culture, yeah. but still pay attention to like general signs and signage and expectations of you right. know, guests of and waiting. what I expect when I go to... <clears throat> A theme park, essentially. I, I don't know how else you qualify. You it's know, a theme park. It. Yeah, that's what the Polynesian Cultural Center is. It yeah. is themed environment, and mm-hmm. it's an attraction. It's a theme park, right? Um, so yeah, I think that it could have used a little bit more structured to just meet the expectation of a guest walking in thinking this a is a theme attraction. park. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. overall, that's my opinion of it. Um, but but the core of the experience, I would say, was delightful. I yeah. loved getting to do the hands-on work. I loved that it supported students. And, you know, there was actually people from those islands yeah. there. Like, that's cool. And, it like, cool. If the more they can embrace that and, you know, the pig thing at the luau, the more they can embrace that kind of stuff, authenticity, and, you know, not embrace the kitschiness of it, but also supply people with the right wayfinding and signage and ways to actually experience these things so that they're not missing out. Yeah. You become more successful, I think. I think so, too. Yeah. Yeah. That was my big thing is there was too many points where I was just like, this feels kitschy in yeah. a way that it just doesn't feel authentic. And I came to the Polynesian Cultural Center for authenticity. That's right. what I was hoping for. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I, I, honestly, I mean, if you're if you're looking at it from a designer standpoint, the first thing I would do is wayfind, and the initial investment in that is pretty low. I think just so too. Put up some signs and yeah. find some uh, find some visual signage. literacy that helps you. Man, I've got burps now. Sorry, we stopped no, for lunch. Same. <laughs> um, so, uh, I yeah, I I think it was a good experience. I yeah, I, I would, I would recommend, recommend going. it. 
check yeah. it out. Uh, it's definitely worth it. And uh, if you're ever in Oahu and you can get outside of the Honolulu area, please do. Oh my God. Get out of there so yeah. fast. Go check out not only Polynesian, but the whole North Shore. Uh, there's yeah. a food truck place that had like 20 food trucks on the side of the road and all of them were fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Did you um, have Giovanni's shrimp? I did not. We went did to the same place, yeah. but we just didn't get the shrimp we got because uh, it was packed. Yeah, it was we busy went, when we went to. We went to the thing next to it and I had the best Cuban sandwich in my yeah, entire yeah. life. Yeah, yeah. I the, mean, it was the, nuts. Giovanni's shrimp, shrimp shack place was really good too. Yeah, I went to I think it was Beach Bus or Beach Bum or something. I think like I know that. exactly yeah. which one you're talking yeah, yeah, about. Yeah, 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 yeah. Delicious. I There's mean, not too many places it. that you can go. So when you're like, oh, it's this place, <laughs> you're like, place. yeah, I was right next to that place. It's yeah, this yeah. other place. I know exactly what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. yeah, which I mean, that's what I loved about the islands. Yeah, they were so like yeah. we stayed at this place called um, uh, Paradise Bay mm. Resort, and it was we actually got upgraded to the honeymoon suite <laughs> your honeymoon i don't know how we got upgraded we called there before <laughs> um we got upgraded to the honeymoon suite and so our cabin was like literally right on the water and wow. we had the like these gorgeous views out over the bay it was like prime and then um i got stung by a jellyfish <laughs> As so, you do in the as ocean. As you do. Um, <laughs> Authenticity. Yeah, I got the authentic <laughs> Hawaiian, Hawaiian experience, experience of getting stung by a jellyfish. Um, no, it wasn't that bad. It was, yeah. I, I I think I got stung mildly. I mean, mm. I had a pretty good chunk. Chunk, like, yeah, pretty good stung, scar. Sting, stung, on, sting. Yeah, sting on my leg, <laughs> yeah. my upper leg. I basically sat on it when I got in the water, which is super fun. Like, jellyfish butt sting. Nice. Um, yeah, but you guys had a really lovely place to stay, too. Yeah, right? no, we stayed at Airbnb, um, literally on the ocean, like, there were sea turtles outside our window like it was nuts um amazing you can't you can't pick a bad place in north shore i mean no that's true yeah, yeah. our our little place like obviously was a little bit more resort it wasn't like a true it's not just but a it wasn't house. like a big yeah. it wasn't like a big resort it resorty was like a, it's not a marriott or resort no no no, resort, no. Yeah. it was like a couple cabins and right. i think they had like one yeah row I, of like hotel room kind of thing nice. that was it i will recommend on honolulu uh hanakoa brewing was amazing but mm. duke's Dukes uh, on the beach. It's like, uh, I think it's under uh, spring or, or maybe like a, what am I thinking of? Ritz Carlton or something like that. But oh, sure. Dukes uh, is Duke Kanamoka. Ho- right. Something, something. I butchered that. But um, he was the first surfer, right? And yeah. he actually. Uh, there's a whole shopping center. Yeah, right? a whole shopping center. And uh, that Dukes, it was actually wasn't the original. The original one is actually in Orange County. There's like a Dukes in Orange County and in Malibu or Huntington. Yeah. So you can actually go to Dukes here if you want to. But Dukes out there, I highly recommend. It was amazing. Nice. It was good stuff. Um, I also have a small confession to make. Oh, what? I did not eat shaved ice. Oh, my God. The entire time we were on Hawaii. That's blasphemy. I have no idea how that even happened. We went to Alani and we uh, stayed at one of the bays that are just public, right? Right outside Alani. And there was just a guy with a truck selling shaved ice. We got some. Oh my god, it was insane! I was like, I don't even. So you even had it at your wedding. <laughs> we did have it at the wedding. How did you I not get one? I have no idea. Like, oh, I feel man. like it was just one of those things where I was like talking and chatting, and I still had maybe dinner left over, and I was, was eating a lot that. Of food. Yeah. yeah, and then all of a sudden they were like, "Oh yeah, no, the the shaved ice guy ice is, is gone." And I was like, "What? <laughs> I didn't even get any." The cake was really good though. I liked the cheesecake. Yeah, the wedding cheesecake cake. Was that was good. good. Yeah, it was good stuff. Anywho, cool. Um, so I think that's it. I think we covered yeah. that and more. <laughs> yeah, we we were like also a little bit There's of a, a lot of Hawaii, Hawaii blog kind of thing going on, yeah. but it was good. It was um, a good it was a good trip, and that was a good attraction. I would so. say maybe wait to go to Hawaii if you can. 
Oh yeah, of yeah. course. I mean, yeah. The, I mean, if I wasn't having a wedding, I probably yeah, yeah, yeah. Going, but wedding schedule um, there, but yeah. I mean, wait till everything opens back up a little bit. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yep. But anyway, um, cool. thanks for listening, guys. Um, cool. As always, you can find us on Instagram at the D Ticket Podcast and on Twitter at D Ticket Podcast. Know the and now we also have um, a Buy Me a Coffee account. Mm-hmm. So if you go to buymeacoffee.com um, and you just look up and search. Um, the creators for the D Ticket podcast. You'll find us on there. Thanks um, for setting that up, Tina. <laughs> yeah, of course. And if you have any interest in throwing us a virtual tip, um, that would be great. Please do. We love that. <laughs> buy us a, I'm going to change it to buy us a beer, though. Oh, okay. Nice. So cool. I'm going to change it to buy us and, a beer. And five stars. Remember that. Ratings, reviews, only five stars. Only five stars. We don't accept anything below. Yeah. It's been, it's been a bit since um <laughs> See, we need somebody, reviews. Yes. Yeah, so review us, please. God, God, what is your problem? It's coming close to Talking Christmas. To <laughs> <laughs> That's what the D-Ticket wants for Christmas. If yes. you could give us podcast reviews, that would be amazing. And a beer. That'd be fine. And a beer. <laughs> Either or. All right. Um, thanks for listening, guys. We'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye. Produced by Jacob Lindegren and Tina Savala. Music by Ryan Mowry. Sound engineering by Jared LeClaire. Assistant to the podcast, Oakley, the Wonder Oak, Lindegren. New puppy intern, Dude LaSavala. And a special thanks to Jared LeClaire and Carrie Lindegren.